Today you'll learn how working with a great recruiter can boost your career. And, more importantly, the questions you need to ask to make sure you're only working with the best. This is Abacus, Episode 1. Let's go. Learn everything you need to know to have a successful and fulfilling accounting career. Whether you're on the partner track or you're making your own path, this is Abacus. Today I'm speaking with Jared Vandemark. He's a recruiting manager for accounting and finance at Vaco in Richmond, Virginia. I first came across Jared a few years ago on Reddit, where he's well known for his accounting subreddit, Ask Me Anything Threads. Today I'm excited to have him on the show to help explain the basics of finding and working with accounting recruiters. So Jared, welcome to Abacus. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be on the show. So why don't we just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself before we kind of jump into the meat of the episode? Okay, sure. My background is I went to University of Richmond in, here in Virginia, and I got a degree in accounting back in 2002, and I went into public accounting. I worked for, um, at the time, it was McGladry in Poland. Now it's called RSM. I, I saw that name on your LinkedIn profile, and uh, it was kind of a blast from the past there. I know. Maybe I need to update that now. <laughs> it was changed, but... So I was there for almost two years, and I actually I actually got a call from a recruiter about a job that had 50% international travel, and I was young, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to go see the world on another company's dime, and so I looked into it, and I got the job, and I went to the Brinks company, and um, they're the, the armored trucks and the vaults, and they operate in about 75 different countries. I didn't realize they were that big. Yeah, they're, they're quite large. They're quite large. That's great. That's a great opportunity for someone so young. Yeah, I mean, I I, I talk about it all the time. Uh, I, I had some great experiences. They sent me to, I think it was my first two weeks there, they sent me to Malaysia. I had never gone anywhere like that before. I went to Greece. Um, I went to Germany. I went a lot of places in the U.S. as well. did a lot of audits, counted a lot of money in those giant vaults that they have. So it was a it was a great job, great experience. And I guess even though I was enjoying the job, I just didn't feel like the um the work, the I guess the accounting and auditing. I was doing a lot of starting Oxley audits at the time as well. And I just I wasn't sure that that, that was for me. And I saw a job posting to become a recruiter. And I thought, wow, I can kind of use my background in accounting and my degree and talk on the phone all day. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's what I did. I decided to give that a shot, and I went to go uh, work for uh, another firm, and that's been about 10 years ago. So I've, I've switched jobs a couple times, and I've been with my current firm, Vaco, for about five years now. And it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. So how did you end up originally posting those really in-depth threads on Reddit? Because that's where I originally came across you back in the day. And I've kind of wanted to reach out to you ever since. Um, so I imagine there's other people kind of coming in through that avenue also. Yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, I, I got into Reddit. I mean, it's probably been, it's probably been about five, six years now that, that I've been checking out the website. And I, I guess I joined the accounting subreddit quite a while ago. And I think my first Ask Me Anything was the very first post in that subreddit. And I don't know how it happened. I think just one day I was like, you know, there's, this is what I do. People might glean some knowledge off of me of how to advance their career. And 
I guess I had a slow morning, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to see what we get out of this. So I, I did that one. I've done two since. It's been really interesting to see how much the subreddit has grown. I think the first time I, I had, I don't know, 50 questions. And this last one that I did, a few, I, mean, I think it's been a few months ago, I could not even keep up. It became overwhelming because there were so many people that were interested in, in, in what they should do to advance their career and that sort of thing. So... I didn't get to all the questions on the last one, so I apologize to anybody listening if I didn't answer your question. I'm sure they'll get to you next year. Yeah. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about finding and working with recruiters because I've had some really good experiences. Um, my last three or four job searches, I've used some really good recruiters who've really helped me out. But a lot of my friends, especially coming from a public accounting background, have sort of a negative image of recruiters in their heads. So they've either maybe worked with some who were a little less than ethical or they just get annoyed with the cold calls or, you know, they don't really like working with them. And I think it would really help them to understand the process better and kind of get over that fear. So I was wondering if you could maybe tell us what are some of the biggest myths or misconceptions about working with recruiters? I guess a lot of the impression that people have, I think some of it, it just comes from the amount of contacts that they get from recruiters, the phone calls, the LinkedIn messages, the emails. I know, you know, the accounting profession in itself is is so hot right now and it's in high demand and there's a lot of recruiters out there and if you get I don't know 10 LinkedIn messages a week I can see how that would get annoying if you're not familiar with a with a good recruiter and you're just getting all those messages it can just kind of irk you from the start and then I think it's the old saying there's a few bad apples can spoil the bunch there's great recruiters out there and there's some that like you said that might not be looking out for your best interests all the time. And I think a lot of that stems from recruiters that maybe pop into the recruiting profession, don't see it as something that they're going to do for the long term. And I've definitely learned over the years, it's interesting, people that I've placed years ago in senior accountant positions, staff accountant positions, those people have become my clients, you know, years down the road. So I try to make sure that I keep a long-term viewpoint with everybody that I work with. But you know, there's recruiters out there that they're very pushy, like you said. There's recruiters out there that you just never hear back from. You might talk to them once. They might tell you about an opportunity. They'll send your resume, and then you just never hear back from them again. That happens. And I think probably one of the biggest myths is that recruiters, they just don't care about you and your career. They just care about the next placement that they're going to make, the next fee that they're going to get. It's tough. You kind of got to do some networking, find the right person that's going to be in it for the long term and who's going to really look out for your best interest. So are there any questions that you get a lot that you think other accountants should be asking their recruiters to see if the relationship is a good fit for them? Pretty frequent that I'll sit down with someone and I'll realize that they're interviewing me just as much as I'm interviewing them. You know, they'll ask me, you know, how long have you been doing this? Uh, tell me about your background. How many people have you placed this year? Tell me about the best clients that you have in your market. And I'm, I'm here in Richmond. And I think those are all great questions. When you talk to a recruiter, you need to interview them just as much as they're interviewing you need to learn about the firm that they work at and how long has it been in business, what kind of reputation does it have in the market. And a lot of that you can kind of do in advance by talking to your peers and talking to people who have worked with the recruiter that you're speaking with or the firm that you've worked with in the past. That's a great point. I think a lot of people are afraid to let their peers know that they're looking for jobs, so they're afraid to reach out. But I got a couple good recommendations from friends who had recently left the firm uh, when I was originally leaving public accounting. 
and it really helped me out with uh, getting kind of the ball rolling. So I definitely recommend that also. So in Richmond specifically, I guess you probably can't speak about the whole country, but how is the job market for accountants right now? So just taking one quick step back just to talk a little bit about the firm I work at, Vaco. So we do have 30 offices around the country, almost 30, I think maybe 29 right now, but we're, we're still growing. We've been in business for 10, 11 years now. So I do have a little bit of insight on the overall market, but definitely in Richmond, I've got a pretty good idea of what's going on here. The job market's just it's picking up. I mean, it's been picking up for the past five years for sure. Since 2010, it's been better and better. Every year that I've been with Vaco since 2010 has been better than the previous year. And right now, this year, 2015, has, has been great. So it's a, it's a really good time to be an, uh, an accountant right now, that's for sure. That's great. Once someone has found a recruiter they like, so if somebody comes to you and they're a strong candidate and you like working with them and they, they like and trust you, what would kind of be their next step? How would the process go of maybe working with you and finding interviews and then eventually getting placed somewhere? So every recruiting firm works a little differently. The way that I work and the way that the Vaca works, we do interview all of our candidates in person. Unless, of course, maybe they're relocating to the Richmond area or um, sometimes they're, they're in jobs where they're traveling so much. And that happens a lot with candidates that are in public accounting. Unfortunately, I don't meet every single candidate, but I try to. It's always better to meet in person. You get a better feel for the candidate's personality, type of culture that they're going to fit in. So that's our first step. We set up an in-person interview, and we sit down for 30 minutes to an hour. Kind of, There's no set time frame. It's just however long it takes. I try to be sensitive to the fact that the candidates that I work with, the majority of them are currently employed, so I do a lot of interviews you know, early in the morning meet people for coffee or meet them in my office at 7.30, 8 o'clock, or I do lunch meetings. Well, I'll do them later on in the, in the evening, 5 o'clock, 5.30 or something like that. But we'll sit down. I want to learn about what their goals are. It's such a cheesy question, but it's one that I always ask you, you know, kind of, what do you want to be? What, where do you see yourself in 5, 10 years? Because I have a really good idea of what the career track is to get to be a CFO or to get to be a, a controller of a company. I think that's another thing a lot of people don't realize is that someone like you has a lot better kind of high level view of the different paths people can take. So you're a great resource to kind of bounce ideas off of and get some ideas for maybe where you want to go in the future. Correct. And that's that's one thing that I, I tell a lot of candidates. I meet a lot of people and they're they're kind of just looking for their next opportunity. Like, what jobs do you have right now? And I prefer to meet with people who are looking more for almost kind of career guidance, more for like a long-term relationship. Because if you're in public accounting and maybe it's, well, maybe it's right now, it's November, and busy season is right around the corner, and you, you want to leave your firm within the next two weeks to give them a little bit of leeway before busy season starts, you might be a little bit too late or you might not, get the best opportunity that the recruiter has been working on in the past few months. You might have to kind of take what's available right then. And as I said earlier, the market is, is improving, but it's not the way that it was. So, you know, if I meet with a senior accountant uh, or a senior in big four or in public accounting, there are certainly opportunities out there, but there's not as many as there was in 2005, 2006. So the time frame is, is longer now. I recommend that people meet with a recruiter when they're not looking so that recruiter can tell them about an opportunity that's, that's truly great. You know, you get a lot of phone calls from recruiters, oh, I have a great opportunity that I'm working on, let me tell you about it. And some of them are, and some of them are just jobs that come along. One of my older, old recruiters I used to work with used to call that dig the well before you get thirsty, is, you know, meet these people who can help you out and 
kind of you build those relationships before you need them so you're not scrambling at the last minute to find a job. Correct. Yeah. My, the phrase I always use is don't go to the grocery store if you're hungry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you want to you want to make sure that you're, you're getting out ahead of that time when you need or you're really, really looking bad for a job. You know, I love I'm working on a position right now that I'm I'm very, very excited about. And those types of jobs are my favorite types of jobs to recruit for. I'll make you know, a hundred calls about a job that I'm really excited about. And I love it when, when I get a job like that and when I leave a voice message for a candidate, it's, it's genuine excitement coming through the phone as opposed to, you know, oh, I just had this job that's come along. Oh, and people can totally tell if you're just bored and dialing a hundred people because you have to and someone's going to, you know, get you in trouble if you don't. So Exactly, exactly. So, I, you know, like this job, I'm, I'm leaving voicemails and I'm just like, you know, if you're a senior in, in tax, in the Richmond area, you need to be you need to be looking at this position because it's a it's a really rapidly growing company and and you know blah 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 all that all that good stuff and I think that some some candidates might hear that and they might just be like ah oh, you know sure sure it is you just you just want to talk to me but if they know me if they've met me in the past they'll know that I'm in it for the long term as I, as I keep saying and. You know, if they go to this company as a tax manager, they're going to be able to build their team and they're going to be able to move their way up to tax director and VP of tax and, and so forth and just have a really long-term career with, with a great company. That goes back to, you know, do some research on what the best recruiters are in your market and, and meet with them before you need to. Always good advice. So I guess before we wrap up here, is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to make sure we kind of let people know about today? Yeah, a couple things that I, I really like to stress with candidates is uh, when you finally actually get that interview, you know, make sure that you talk to your recruiter beforehand to get any information that you can about the company that you're going to go meet with, about even the people that you're going to be meeting with, because a good recruiter who has uh, good relationships in, in your market might and probably will know the person that you're going to be meeting with. They don't always know that, and I don't know every client that I meet with or that I work with, you know, immediately. Sometimes if I have a new client, it takes a little while to get to know their style and uh, their interview style and that sort of thing. But a good recruiter should be preparing you for an interview that you go to, what kind of questions that, that, that they might be asking, what are their hot buttons, uh, what kind of things should you avoid, what things have been going on with the company that you should know about that you should bring up that is going to impress that client. And, and by the way, on that note, you should be doing plenty of research before you go in, into an interview on the company, any press releases that they've had recently, when you get the name of the person that you're going to be meeting with, go to their LinkedIn profile, learn a little bit about them, kind of stalk them a little bit, I guess, so you can get a feel for, you know, where they went to school. I mean, we're, we're in a different age right now where information is just readily available. And going into an interview and, and bringing up the fact that you also went to the, the interviewer's alma mater can help you out. Oh, it's and, a great way to build rapport. I, uh, two companies ago when I was interviewing, I found out the CFO went to a, a college in my hometown. Uh, so we kind of found out we knew a few of the same people, and it was just a good way to kind of break the ice and make it a little less intimidating getting in there and kind of help me relax and do better in the interview. Exactly. And you, you looked that up before you went in. So there you go. And it's, you know, it's the interview is 90% personality. You know, if you're getting the interview, typically you've already been screened for lack of a better word, for the skill set, you know, the knowledge that, that, that they need 
for the job. Now, of course, you're going to be tested on that through some interview questions. But the rest of the interview, that client's just looking to see if they're going to be able to work with you, <laughs> you know, if they're going to be able to get along with you. A big part of your job when you go into an interview is to build rapport and to try to befriend uh, the person that you're meeting with. All right. So, Jared, if people are in Richmond and they wanted to get a hold of you, what would be the best way for them to go about that? They could, they could shoot me an email. My email address is jvandemark at vaco.com. I don't know if they'll be able to spell that. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Great, great. Or they can just uh, call me at work. The phone number is 804-282-2700. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. And I'm sure our listeners really appreciated it. So I guess I will see you around Reddit. And if I'm ever out in Richmond, I'll, I'll look you up. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks very much for your time as well. Each episode, I like to share a little tip or tidbit that, while probably not life-changing, will hopefully help you out in some small way. This is Coaching Notes. Today I've scoured the web and my bookmarks folder and my browser history to bring you the complete list of the best career resources on the web for accountants. There's books, there's videos, and there's some great podcasts that I'm always recommending to people. Check it out by visiting cpatalent.com resources and let me know which ones you like best. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, it's fast and easy to click on that five-star rating in iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. And don't forget, you can get links and show notes for everything we covered today, or check out all of our past episodes by visiting abacusshow.com. See you next time.